Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to A New World of Wealth, the podcast where we unpick the financial challenges Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs just like you are experiencing every single day. We share stories, solutions, and simple tips you can start using right away to get the clarity you need to organize your financial future. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, my name is Jackie Yip, and I am one of the certified financial planner here at Ocean 6 Wealth Advisory. We are on a mission to transform the financial industry and provide innovative advice and life-changing financial plans to help you win and not the CRA or the banks. Now, sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. Thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. Today, I wanted to discuss a quick topic that has been circling around our industry and our uh, current times here in Vancouver. A lot of people are borrowing new money from their homes or for their businesses. And really, it's actually a great idea to do so at this time. And the reason for that is because rates, interest rates have been its all-time low for a little while now. And we do predict that interest rate will eventually climb up. But for now, let's take advantage of this low interest rate environment and see what kind of wealth we can create. When I talk about debts with my clients during our blueprint process, I oftentimes refer to my favorite quote from Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibilities. Debt is a fantastic wealth creation tool when used properly. And when it's not done properly, we end up paying too much interest for things that we didn't need to pay for. So remember, borrowing money to do any type of investing is a fantastic idea and concept on paper. But we have to pay attention to the interest that we're paying and the investments that we're making. So I wanted to quickly share with you a client story. Then I'll go into three, four tips that you can take away from in today's podcast so that you are structured properly to have a winning debt strategy. So the story really is, is a simple one. It's when we compartmentalize our finances and we start to lose track or lose sight of some of the things that we've built up. As a successful, as a successful business owner, you definitely have lots going for you. You've got investments, you've got mortgages, maybe you've got a few properties, maybe even uh, perhaps even a few businesses. So it's easy to see in that environment where a lot of moving pieces are happening and things just get into this habit, this um, cycle of things. So when bills come in, you just pay. When interest comes, you just it just comes out of your bank account. And it's easy to not lose sight of these things because interest comes automatically out of our bank accounts. So when things are not kept tracked, we forget what they were for, or worst case, when things go up, we don't even notice it because they're all going up in small increments. So that's exactly what happened to this particular case. Our client was paying for a debt for a really smart investment but over time, this debt actually started to increase in interest rate. And because he was naturally uh, uh, 
adapted to the behavior of just paying for the interest rates uh, automatically from the bank account, he didn't recognize, he didn't realize the interest has gone up, which is bizarre because our environment has gone down in interest rate and yet his payments has gone up. But it's so, again, easy to lose track of $50 here, $100 there. And this is why when we start our uh, planning process, oftentimes the one question we challenge our clients with is, if you were the CFO of your personal finances, which you are, would you be able to tell the boss where all your money went last year? Every single dollar, every single penny. And it's a hard question to answer because when it comes to our income and our, our money, uh, it's natural not to really worry too much about it when you're a successful business owner. You know you've got money coming in, so you're not counting the pennies and you're not counting the cents, which you shouldn't. You shouldn't live life counting these little small things. But do you recognize the big picture as to where your money is going and where your money is being allocated? And when they're not clear, it's easy to lose track especially when we naturally have this ability to compartmentalize every little thing that we have. This thing is for XYZ, that thing's for ABC, and we don't really put those things together and look at it at a big picture effect. So what happened really is our clients have some cash in the bank account, but he was caring for carrying a debt that he didn't actually need to hold anymore and he's paying a higher interest rate over time. And just by reorganizing his cash to pay off his debt sooner, instead of keeping up with the monthly payments instead, we were able to save him seven to $8,000 in interest payment in just the first year. So think about that. What if life happened without the planning process? What if the client never looked at his finances this year? How long would this client have carried this debt for paying for the seven dollars to $8,000 interest when he didn't have to? And that is really the hidden power of the Blueprint Financial Planning Process. It's a space and time for you to really reevaluate your entire finances as a one big picture. And when life gets busy and we don't allocate time towards looking at our finances, it's so easy for it to get away from us and we lose sight of the big picture. The blueprint planning process has this hidden benefit of creating a safe place and a time for you to really review everything, reorganize, and reprioritize all your finances so that every single dollar is working hard for you in creating your ideal life. When debts are used properly, it is definitely a powerful tool to get you to that dream life faster. But when it's done not properly, what ends up happening is you're paying money to the bank account, uh, to the banks to have access to your own money. It's a terrible structure, but one that is so easily fallen into because oftentimes we compartmentalize. We have a checking, a savings account over here for emergency. We have our mortgage and our debts over here for our investment or property. But we don't look at them together. And when we don't, we think they're separate, which is fine. But in reality, you've paid the bank to have access to your own money. Why would we ever want to do that, right? So this is the important piece that you should be taking away from this podcast. 
review your overall finances, make sure they are allocated towards the important things in your life and that they are working towards building your dream life. And secondly, make sure you're restructuring your debt so that it's working for you and not the other way around where you're working for your debts and more importantly, working for the banks sort of for them to lend you your own money back at a higher interest rate. When you're boring to invest, there are a ton of things you want to pay attention to. But the three things that I usually uh, remind my clients to think about or remember when you're structuring these things is three key elements. Number one, what is the interest rate? Is the interest rate at a uh, reasonable reflective market rate? Uh, right now in, in the Vancouver space, in the Canadian space, interest rate as is all-time low. Prime is at sitting at 2.45 when this podcast is being recorded. And so when we're looking at your home equity line of credit or b- money that you're borrowing that has some sort of collateral, it should be around that prime range. It doesn't have to be exactly 2.45. It could be maybe 3%, but it shouldn't be anything over and beyond much more than that because you have collateral with the bank. And what collateral really means is you've given access to your asset to hold on to for security. So there is less risk for them to lend you this money. Therefore, you should be rewarded with a lower interest rate. But when when banks have old mortgages or old line of credit set up, they might be at a higher interest rate because a few years ago, when interest rates were slightly higher, maybe you renewed, you refinanced, and you've locked in the rates at that time. Well, that's when we get into a little bit of a trouble of paying too much for our accessing our own money. So I'm always in favor of looking at the rates, looking at the interest rate to see if it's reflective of the market and if there is opportunity for us to renegotiate over time. Fixed mortgages are one of the things that we try to avoid because you take away that negotiation power. Secondly, when you're coming down to structuring debts for investment, the next question you want to ask about is the liquidity of the investments themselves. It's easy, especially in Vancouver, for us to borrow money to invest in real estate. And by all means, that's actually not a terrible idea because when you're buying property on leveraged dollars, you get the compounding effect of more dollars working for you up front. So that in real estate is really all about the leveraging power more so than the actual growth rate. If you look at the historical growth rate of properties, uh, it's more or less similar to the stock market. And if not often, the stock market will typically beat the real estate market. However, you can't borrow as much, you can't leverage as much from stocks uh, market over that of the real estate market. And that's where the really big difference is between the investments. But now the other comparison is how liquid is it? Well, real estate is much more illiquid compared to the stock market. If you didn't know investing in something in a stock that you own, you can pull the trigger and trade that uh, with very minimal costs and very little time. You can have access to your cash back. But if you held on to a piece of property and the market wasn't the greatest time to sell, you might be putting your property on the market for a few months before you can liquidate and get your cash out. So that's the second question when you are asking yourself about a leverage 
solution or a borrow money to invest is how liquid is it so that you can get out of these debts at a quick pinch if you had to. What you don't want to do is lock yourself into an illiquid asset where you are now forced to make the payments and it's eating up your cash, especially in a rising interest rate environment. So just be aware, be careful of what you're investing in and whether or not you have the control of your investments to cash out if you absolutely need to. And the third and most oftentimes the most important thing that gets overlooked is the tax deductibility of your investments and your loan. In Canada, there is a uh, in the CRA Act, you are in the income up, you are allowed to deduct your interest payments for borrowed money, borrowed funds for investing. Now, there is a asterisk to this. The investment cannot be only capital gains. So not all assets allow you to access that tax deduction. So if your investment is purely capital gains, where there's no income or dividend that may be coming from it, you might not be able to, to deduct that interest rate. I highly recommend you speak to an accountant or tax expert to go over your current situations to make sure that your debts are properly structured to get the maximum tax deduction, flexibility in your investments, and the ability to negotiate your rates over time. Those are the three most key elements in utilizing an effective debt structure so that you don't get over in your head of interest payments and locking up all your cash because the ability for us to grow our wealth with debts are astronomical when done properly. So I hope you guys got some value out of this and I hope you were able to take a few tidbits from listening to these debt structures and some of these, these uh, client stories. If you have any questions or want to discuss more about your current situation, about how to utilize your debt situation more properly, I invite you to jump on ushin6.ca, get connected with us, and I'd love to start this conversation with you so that we can start to get you on the right path. Thanks again. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you found this information useful in taking your next steps towards a new world of wealth. If this conversation has sparked your interest and you'd like to have a chat, click on the link in our podcast for more information on ways you can connect. Finally, make sure you hit subscribe to be the first to access future episodes or just tune in to previous ones. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing day.